Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I hope everything's beautiful with you, and I hope everything is beautiful with yours. We want to talk just a little bit about, and it's not going to be the whole show. It's, no topic has ever dominated the whole show. It's just a, I don't get down like that. I'm a various subject podcast. I'm an expert on nothing. I just speak my mind. I speak my heart. I speak my truth. But I want to talk a little bit about what separates true friends from those who are just acquaintances. I hear grown adults, and I'm talking about people over 35, call almost everybody that they know under the sun their friend. I find that to be highly ridiculous. A friend has to come with some responsibility. A friendship has to come with some kind of code. It has to come with some kind of honor. It has to come with some kind of trust that you just cannot give to somebody that you live next door to for 10 years. You might not know anything about them. They might not know anything about you. They might not be there when you need them. And see, that's what separates friends from acquaintances. Sometimes a friend cannot make it to a situation because of logistics. They could be around the world, somewhere in another place of the world, and they can't get to you at a drop of a hat. But their feelings, their emotions, their reaching out to you will still exist. And see, an acquaintance might not reach out to you in a time of need. They might not even acknowledge you in any sort of pain or suffering. And they won't speak their truth to you. See, a friend will pull your card when your shit stinks. They will let you know, hey, this ain't solid, bro. And I don't care how you feel. I'm only saying it out of love. An acquaintance might co-sign your bullshit at all times. They don't care. They just want to keep the acquaintance going. They don't care about ever going to a deeper level. I'm not talking anything about money. Money doesn't make friends. Money doesn't make acquaintances. Money makes enemies and people who are subservient to you. When you loan money to other people, depending on your nature, they become subservient to you. You have power over them. You have something that you can hold over their heads. So money does not make friendships. That is not a true sign to me of friendships. Am I an expert on friendships? No, I do not. I am not. Let me say that again. I am no expert on friendships. I really have not had a lot of deep friendships in my life. This is mostly by choice. I don't trust people. I have never trusted people since I was a child. So it's very hard to get to know me. And it's definitely very hard to get to the point where I will confide in you because I don't confide in people. I'm one of those people who suppress and hold in things. I keep shit to myself. I am great at secrets. That's why I'm good at being loyal. Loyalty to me is one of the strongest suits that a human being can have towards another. Somebody told me a secret in 1974. I have still not told that secret in 2022. That's just who I am. I do not repeat anything about anybody that is not in the room. That's why this show does not deal with rumors. It does not deal with gossip. It does not deal with innuendo. I will talk about things that are in the media, that there is some kind of back and forth, something that you can actually make an opinion on. But will I ever talk about somebody who's dating, who, who's your girl, uh, who, what is? No, that's not me. That's not what I'm about. I never want to be about that type of thing. And if I do, I know that I went totally into left field and I need to get a grip. 
And I don't need somebody to always tell me to get a grip. I tell myself. But you know what? Uh, maybe you have some kind of opinion on what makes a friend. Uh, I don't really know a lot. Like I said, I, I've been married. Uh, my wedding, I didn't invite anybody. But that's just me. That's how I conduct myself. Have I been to other buddies' weddings? Sure, I have. I've been to their engagements. But I'm not even the type of dude that got an engagement party thrown for me. I've never had a birthday party. I mean, but these are not things that bother me. I'm just mentioning it just to say that you can have a total, fulfilled, regular, normal existence, not be a sociopath, a psychopath, or anything like that, and not have a lot of people in your circle that you call friends. I keep my circle as tight as the that hole that comes with a sewing needle. And if it gets any bigger than that, then I screwed up. Maybe this is all my father's fault. My father told me when I was very young, he told me two things. He said, one, if you have one true friend, man, you are beautiful and lucky. And I did have that friend, but he died very young. Uh, he said, if you have two friends, you're starting to get stupid. And if you have three friends, you are a complete fool. And I brought into that. So I let that be a part of my mantra in life. And because of that, maybe I got poisoned. Maybe Maybe my dad poisoned me with that. And then he also gave me a little test. He said, every time that you get close to somebody and you start to think that you can let your guard down with them and you think that they're a friend, tell them something outlandish about yourself. Something totally outlandish that is unbelievable or should be unbelievable to them. Because if they know your character, they would not know that you would do this. They would definitely vouch for you against this and see how long that rumor or that what you dropped in the air, how long that takes to get back to you. And if it gets back to you, then that means they are not to be trusted. You can always be acquainted with them. You can always be a buddy with them, go drinking with them, hang out with them, go to clubs with them, movies, shoot pool, basketball, whatever, but never consider them your friend because they can't be trusted. When you tell them that I need to get this off my chest, but I'm only telling you and it comes back to you from a third party, then, you know, they cannot be trusted. I might get back to that later and I might just leave that alone, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. I like to talk about something that makes some kind of sense before I move on. So Mr. Paul, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Wanda died at the age of 71. Uh, I refused to watch that video that they had online of him being sick. I just don't watch those. I didn't watch the Black Rob ones. I don't like stuff like that. I want to remember Paul Ondorf as that dastardly heel who was over big time. One of the most over wrestlers of all time, especially leading into WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 2. With his body, his arrogance, his swagger. And uh, I just say rest in peace, Paul Ondorf. Charles Robinson, who was on Night Court for eight years, I believe he played the character Mac, the bailiff. Not the bailiff, but the court report. I don't know what he was, but he was in the court. I know he wasn't an officer. He was the black guy on Night Court for eight years. He died at the age of 75. And hip-hop has lost another iconic figure. We have... Lost a lot of people in hip hop over the last two years, 
lately it has not been to any form of violence. It has just been to them passing away. Biz Markey, at the young age of 57, passed away. Who does not know just a friend? This is an iconic tune. He was an iconic character. He was actually a character. He was a like a spokesman for hip hop. I mean, he was one of the guys that you'd never seen angry. He brought joy. I say rest in peace, Bismarck. So COVID is up to 35 million cases here in the U.S. and six, 625,000 people have died. We are up to 336 million people vaccinated, at least one shot. We still got to do better. We must do better because this Delta variant is out there kicking our ass. And we're going to get to that. Worldwide, we're up to 191 million cases and 4.1, 4.1 million people and counting. We are still moving forward with this, have died from COVID and now the Delta variant. Mr. In-Between finished off. It, it finished off. It had a weird ending. It was one of those. I don't really prefer when a show does this. You make your own determination of what happened next. But I consider him to be one of those run type guys. You know, just like run. So Mr. In-Between can swirl his way out of almost any situation. But they put him in a hell of a situation to end the series and uh, I thought that was interesting. Like I said, I prefer not to be that way, but it is what it is. Um, into this ultimate fight, a team Voskalowski won again. So now Brian Ortega's team is up four wins to three wins. It's a very good season. Hell Kitchen has been a very good season. These young cooks, uh, they really pissing off Gordon Ramsay a lot because I guess they're young and they're crazy. And Kevin can go F himself. It was a very interesting. We know that something happened in that house. Somebody has been shot. We don't know if Kevin's been shot or the perpetrator's been shot. But the way that this show is going so far, Kevin can't lose. So Kevin's dumb ass will find a way that he's the actual shooter and not the shooty. And uh, so as a dark comedy goes, I highly recommend you watch Kevin Can Go F Himself. Master Chef is just a abomination. It's ridiculous. These are some of the worst home cooks I've ever seen, but I enjoy it. I have an episode of The Shy from last night. I have not watched it, but leading up to right now, The Shy has been outstanding. The young lady now wants her baby back that she gave up. I don't even understand the dynamics of being a rape victim, having a baby, and then wanting to raise that baby of the rapist. I mean, that's a heavy situation. Then we have another character on the show that's suffering through cancer. We have another situation where young ladies are like being held captive online. Uh, I guess they're doing cam work. I mean, so there's a lot of moving parts in the shy. I think you would enjoy it. If you haven't given the show a try, go back all the way to season one, start from there and work your way through. Flatbush Misdemeanors has actually picked up steam. This was a show that I've given up on, but I actually have come to enjoy it. And this character, David, made a grand mistake and i hope that he pays for it in the very last episode of flatbush misdemeanors the lead gangster guy's daughter uh niece goes missing he knows where she's at and he doesn't inform the gangster and this dude is going crazy he's got all his people looking for him. he's talking about hurting people and this man knows where she's at 
and he won't let on. Uh, we have to see how this works. Black Monday is lunacy. This is just lunacy. Uh, Cheeto and that crew, they make a fun half an hour, 40 minute show. And I really, really enjoy it. I have all the episodes of Loki. I've only made it through episode one, but I did enjoy it. I'm going to finish that up by next week. I will review the whole series of Loki for you. American Horror Stories. The episodic episode started. They had a two-parter called The Rubber Woman. It was very good. That's outstanding television. It's only two episodes because they're going to deal with a different subject matter. This is not your normal American horror stories. So it was very good. And then there's a show on Vice called The Dark Side of the 90s. This particular episode of Dark Side of the 90s dealt with 90s reality programming. So anybody who lived through that era would probably enjoy watching this hour. It's like a, you get to rewind some of the foolishness of Jerry and, and Geraldo and Jenny Jones and things of that nature. People that you might not have even thought about, but it's interesting and it takes you back. Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, started this weekend. Now, I have not watched the first episode, which I will let you know about next week, but Power Book 2, the one with Tariq, I couldn't stand it, so I bailed on that, but I did like Power, the original. So I am looking forward to seeing this episode of Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, to see hopefully that they turned it around with Book 3 and maybe Book 2 was just garbage. I don't know. We shall see. Now I'm just going to speak to gun owners for a second. You got full metal jacket or personal defense in your weapon, in the weapon that you carry, EDC, everyday carry. Which one do you have, people? I hope that you don't have full metal jacket loaded into your personal defense weapon, because what happens there is, and you should know this, full metal jacket is maybe more than likely going to pass through the target, and that passing through of that bullet can now enter into anything that's in the vicinity or behind it. It might be a child standing behind the target. It might be an old woman. It could be, who knows, a car. Now you're liable. Don't forget that every bullet comes with a lawyer. Every single time that you fire around and you're not at the range, even at the range, every bullet could potentially come with an attorney or a jail sentence attached. So get rid of those full metal jackets. Only use those as practice rounds. Do not use those as personal self-defense rounds. The personal self-defense, those hollow points, they're meant to go a distance and expand, which will stop them. And hopefully it would stop them if you need to inside the person that you're aiming at and not actually go through that person and hit anybody else. Sure, full metal jacket is perfect for engagements of war because you don't care if that bullet goes through three enemies. The more damage, the better, and the less ammo to use, the better. But we're not talking about this. We're talking about personal defense. I'm going to say congratulations to Colin, Colin Marikawa. He won the British Open. This is 24-year-old kid who already has two majors in his pocket, two majors at the age of 24. But it seems like every three or four years, we get one of these phenoms who comes into the game, 
is outstanding. And then they have a, a cool off period because Jordan Speed was that phenom before him. But Jordan Speed seems to have turned it back around. And you know what? I'm going to Vegas soon. So I'm going to bet some golf. A tournament is happening while I'm there. So what I did was I did a fake bet sheet. And I actually picked four out of the top five players in this tournament. So I would have made a ton of money if I was actually betting this live. I really wish I would. I had the same kind of luck when I could put money on the board. I listened to a... I'm going to call it a record. It might be a mixtape, a collaboration, whatever you would call it, but I'm going to call this a record. DJ K-Slay, rolling 110 deep, outstanding. I mean, the reason I'm calling this a full CD is 40 minutes long. The average CD is only 40 minutes long. And this had iconic hip-hop artists from everywhere lending their vocals to one beat, and it was fantastic. There was no trap on this. This was real rap. I enjoyed it. It was one of the best things that I heard in 2021. So I say, if you have not listened to this, DJ K Slaves rolling 110 deep. Give it a listen. Coco Graph. See, this is what I'm talking about. COVID is not gone, people. Coco Graph tested positive for COVID-19. And now she's going to have to miss the uh, Tokyo Olympics. Not just here, her. Bradley Bill won't play in the Olympics because he had to go into COVID-19 protocol. This variant is out there. Matter of fact, the Olympics was hit by COVID nonsense yesterday. Um, Australia's whole team had to be held. A bunch of people from all kinds of countries tested positive. And by the way, the Olympics start people July 23rd, which is later this week, and it goes through August 8th. Hopefully, it will not be shut down. I wish they would have never even started this Olympics or even thought about it. After it was, you know, canceled last year, I wish they would have just said, let's move on to 24. Let's keep it on our four-year period like we always do. I mean, I feel bad for the athletes that work so hard their whole lives to train, to get ready for this. Some people have to get in certain weights, drop down weights whole off having kids. I mean, this is a sacrifice, but athletic endeavors are a sacrifice to begin with. This weekend we had uh, is the UFC card. Israel Masaskapchit for Tiago Moses. That was a very good fight. Misha Tate is back. She beat Marion Renault. Jeremy Stevens lost. I mean, this was a good card. I would say this was a very good card. Was it as good as last week's Colin McGregor card? No, that one was outstanding. Uh, this, but this was a solid card. And I'm just going to say, I'm not understanding this man at all. Stephen A. Smith, he criticizes uh, Otani, right? He criticizes the Nigerian Nigerian basketball team. But two days before this, Stephen A. Smith was at the UFC where a gang of fighters who won fights were in the ring with translators. This is a band who's been around sports. He's been around athletes who are not well-spoken. He's been around people who are superstars and champions who don't speak English very well. I... I do not understand, nor do I want to understand a man over 50 years old just looking for hot takes. Instead of just hitting it 
the sports as a real sports announcer and saying, this is what I do, man. I don't, I don't do cowboy voices. I don't put on cowboy hats. I don't misspell or misterm NFL head coaches, Lafleur, Lafleur. when your name is just Smith. I mean, Smith is the most common name in America. I mean, it's Johnson, it's Williams, it's Smith, dude. You make fun of people's last names. You make fun of the fact that Nigerians are named Precious. That's what they do over there. You know? But to say that a player cannot be a superstar in any sport because they don't speak the country's language well is ridiculous. You ever heard of a Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa at one time was the biggest star in all of Major League Baseball. There are a lot of people who just don't talk. What about Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, who is a major NBA star who doesn't talk much? I mean, everybody's not going to be loquacious. Everybody's not going to want the mic and the camera in their face. I mean, think about this. The biggest star in Major League Baseball might be Mike Trout. And if Mike Trout was standing next to you in a grocery store, you say, hey, that's a big dude and stuff. But you wouldn't probably know who the hell he is. You know? It's up to the game of Major League Baseball to actually promote the players. Unfortunately, there was a shooting outside the National and Padres game this week. And so they had to suspend the game. Four people were shot. I'm wishing them well. But just we're basically out of control. And that's why I always have a little gun talk. Because if you can carry, you should carry because it's a time we're living in right now where you don't know when somebody's going to lose their marbles, not that I'm saying that you could be the hero. Don't try to play hero because if you're not trained to be the hero, don't be the hero. Just protect yourself. I mean, if you're given the opportunity to protect yourself and to protect your loved ones or protect your home legally, then you do so. But I mean, we seem to be just having shootings everywhere. I mean, if you don't live in America, you can't even understand the sheer level of violence that this country believes in but we've always believed in it it's always been perpetuated in our movies our books our newspapers it's everywhere it's a part of who we are and what we are violence does not phase us i mean we pretend to be outraged when violence happens but we don't we all i mean we're the country that made it famous to say who doesn't want to look at a car wreck because that's what we do. And I just have to be honest. Matter of fact, Jay Williams also has tested positive for COVID. So he can't finish the NBA finals. And the NBA finals right now, you got the Milwaukee Bucks up three games to two over the Phoenix Suns. I do not see Giannis blowing this opportunity. The brass ring is right in his face. He's going home to Milwaukee Tuesday. I think they close it out and never make it back to Phoenix. And then, you know what? I always gave him credit, this playoffs, Chris Paul. He did prove me wrong. He was able to take a team to the finals, but he has another step. Can he actually win the championship? I don't know about that. I'm not rooting for him. I'm not going to be a phony and all of a sudden say that I'm rooting for Chris Paul. That would make me a phony for 15, 16 years. Just something about his uh, demeanor I never liked. I still don't like it. But uh, I'm I'm hoping that Giannis can bring home a championship. And good luck to the people of Milwaukee. 
This has been my pleasure talking to you, and I appreciate you tuning in to Strange Talk with Doc. You can reach out to me if you feel like anytime, any place. And by the way, I posted some Vegas videos. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. I'm not trying to get into your world. That's not what I'm doing. I'm putting old stuff up, things that I've experienced over the years that I thought maybe other people would like to see. But that's not my uh, my thing per se. So I'm not going to be doing that often. It's just when I come across one that I have on one of my discs and I say, hey, you know, that's interesting. Maybe somebody never seen this show that doesn't exist before. Uh, and so I will post it. And that's about as apologetic as I'm going to be on that. But it's not like I'm trying to muscle in or get in because YouTube for me is just a place to promote my podcast. I do not do a visual podcast because I do an old school like radio type where you only hear my voice and you really don't see my face. You don't see my interactions. You don't see my uh, mannerisms while I'm speaking or my surroundings. I know that I'm never going to have a massive amount of people listening to me on YouTube. And that's not what it's about. And I'm being as honest as I possibly can. I'm going to tell you to have a great week. I hope that everybody in your family stays safe. I hope that you remain safe. I hope that you come back and listen. If you like, please uh, give me a thumbs up or make a comment anywhere that you may hear the show. I appreciate it. I'm not requesting it, but I would appreciate it. I don't care if it's good, bad, or indifferent. And once again, people, peace to you and peace to yours.